Hello and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing with Dr. Tyler Woods, Ph.D. Please remember this show does not diagnose illness or prescribe treatments. Please see your primary care physician for such needs. Now let's take the holistic journey with Dr. Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Dr. Tyler Woods, and today we're bringing back a very special guest um, that we had about six weeks ago, Ned Wolf. Hi, Ned. Hello, Tyler. It's lovely to be with you again. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this, and I need our um, our listeners to realize that you're on the phone, so if it sounds tinty, um, Ned is on the phone with me, and um, we're talking today, part two of our interview, and we're going to talk more about a holistic health point of view towards health and healing. Ned, how are you doing today? Oh, thank you, Tyler. I'm doing very well. I'm excited to be to get, be with you again, and uh, have some exciting new things to be talking about as well. Yeah, um, it's very exciting. I want to remind our listeners that Ned is not only a holistic health and healing practitioner, counselor, but he's also an author, and we'll give more details um, in the podcast um, uh, introduction in writing about that. But Ned, a question I want to ask you, and, and that's going to be, um, from a holistic health point of view, what are the main causes of imbalances? Well, thank you, Tyler. Uh, I, I'm going to preface that my answer by saying to the audience, please understand that when we're talking holistic, we're talking with the understanding that each of us is more than a physical being, but we are beings of energy. We are beings, you could say we're beings of spirit, we're beings of power. And so how we use our consciousness has a very intimate involvement with our state of health, how we use or misuse our consciousness. And it's been said, and I thoroughly see this in my practice, thoroughly believe it, that the real causes of any imbalance boil down to simply two different things. We've either compromised our self-respect or we have compromised our self-expression. And often it's a combination of the two. So, Ned, I need you to repeat that. We've compromised our self-respect, or we've compromised... Our self-expression. Brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Yes. And this actually doesn't come from me. It comes from studies that I've done in the Jane Roberts book, who writes a lot about the entity Seth. He has great information about healing, and those, that information comes from him. It makes a lot of sense if we recognize that our consciousness is shaping our reality, it's shaping our physical health, then any time we have diminished ourselves or diminished that which we are here to contribute, we will, in effect, start a process of breaking down of health. Would that go for mental health as well, Ned? I'm sorry, I missed, would that go for mental health? Is that what you're suggesting? Absolutely. Oh, I totally agree with you, Tyler. I think that our mental health is very related to our emotional health. And, uh, you know, one of the fundamental notions that's so misunderstood is, is the source of happiness. It really comes from that place within. It's an inner generated experience that comes from the joy and wonder that we have that's naturally within us. But if we, if we close it down, if we say I don't deserve it, or it really doesn't exist, 
If we turn our back on it, then we start coming to believe that happiness is from outside of ourselves and that other people are happier than we are. And just with those two attitudes, you can see how many people devolve into unhappiness and then mental illness problems that follow that. There's a book out um, with Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama called Joy, the Book of Joy. Yes. And have you read that at all? I, uh, one, one thing I loved about that is they said that um, happiness is an outside source, um, like when we get a present or a gift, but joy absolutely comes from within, and it's from that joy that creates our happiness. Oh, that's beautifully put, and it's a nice distinction. Yeah, I love that. It's a great book, and so our readers um, could definitely uh, benefit from reading that book. Lovely. Yeah. Hey, um, why do you say that healing is a natural occurring event? I, I caught a quote on you saying that. What's, what, why do you say it's a natural occurring event? When you look at it, and, and even if you consider it from a purely physical, scientific point of view, when you look at the, the processes that are occurring on a cellular level in anybody, in, in, any, in a plant, an animal, does, it doesn't matter. A cell has within it inherently the corrective mechanisms it needs to restore balance to any imbalance. It can remove a toxin. It can remove a parasite. It can, it, it, and we even, in fact, know scientifically that it can change its own genetic structural components. Consciousness, we have found now, changes genetic structural components. So the ability is inherent within it, and it's a reflection of the fact that we actually live in a universe that's always moving towards its greatest expression of its own growth, its own value, fulfillment. If you consider that all of energy is moving towards its greatest value, fulfillment, then you have to accept that well, the energy within a cell and therefore an, a tissue, an organ, a system, the energy within that is always moving towards its greatest value fulfillment. Healing is the natural direction it moves. Is that why you ask your clients, are they ready to heal? Absolutely, because the role of consciousness is primary in the process of healing. And we all have experiences of saying, I'm not ready to heal right now. I remember as a child falling into a, a well and bruising my leg and limping around and hearing one of my sisters say, what happened to Ned? And I heard her say that with such a plaintive tone. I said to myself, I remember thinking this, I will not stop limping around. That's the first time I've heard anyone caring for me in weeks. <laughs> and often we will do that. It's a very common reason why we'll say, I don't want to heal because I'm getting some sympathy. I'm getting some love from people. Yeah. And that's just one example of what, what motivates us at times when we are in pain to say, I'm not ready to let go of it quite yet. Well, and I noticed another thing that I notice with people is um, they use illness also to get out of things. So they're creating something that doesn't exist. Absolutely. Know? I see so many clients who say they're unhappy at their jobs and they get sick so they don't have to show up at work. Right, and or I can say, um, do you want to come to this event? And suddenly I'll get a text saying I have a headache or I've got this. But So uh, being ill, there's a great book out there by Carolyn Mice called Why People Don't Heal. Um, and it, it has a, a lot to do with uh, 
holding on to stuff because it becomes our great excuse. Sometimes we can be carrying around even chronic conditions that we come to identify with as part of who we are. I remember as a child learning that my grandfather had often had stiff necks, and he was a very beloved member of our family. And I remember thinking, I hope I'm more like him. And interestingly, I also started to develop stiff necks, thinking that, well, in sharing his symptoms, people would see me as having some of the qualities that made him so lovable. Yeah. And we can often yeah. identify with our symptoms as part of who we are or as providing something about our identity that we think is a desirable quality and forget that, well, wait a minute, we don't need that pain in order to be who we are. Exactly. And, and for me, it still goes back to if there's an issue, it's in the tissue. And maybe some of our biggest issues is just being honest with ourselves. Oh, that's so well put. That is so well put. Energy follows our thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's a, one, of, one of the fundamental teachings that I learned in my, my studies. Have you ever heard of psycho... Ned, have you ever heard of psychoneuroimmunology? P&I? Yes. Yeah, where you're right. It's about energy follows our thoughts, and where our thought goes, energy flows. Yes. One of my teachers used to, used to pound into our heads. As we think, so do we feel, yeah. so do we react or respond. How we use or misuse our consciousness will determine our mental states, our emotional states, and our behaviors. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. I, I always tell my clients, don't say, oh, I love him to death, or man, this kills me. I remember, Ned, when I was 33 years old, something happened, and I called a friend, and I said, this breaks my heart. And the next day at 33, I had a heart attack. And, and at that point, I got involved with P&I, psychoneuroimmunology, because it is the scientific proof that what we say is, um, can happen to us. Right. And one of the things I think is very valuable to remember is that in every healing, it requires a, an ex some expansion of our consciousness if that healing is going to be complete. So if we're not willing to change our thinking or adopt a more constructive point of view about a part of our lives, while we may have the symptoms clear up for a little while, they will return in some form until we actually are willing to change how we perceive our reality, how we use our consciousness. Yeah, it's like a con our consciousness and everything is like an unhealed scab, and we keep picking at it if we don't fully heal it. So I hear you. Yes, hey, well put. Listen, you know, we try to keep these under 15 minutes, so I have one more great question for you. And that is, I've heard you say, healing can be fun. Please explain that to me. Oh, well, I, it's, it's, this is a great topic to be addressing because fundamentally we need to remember healing is a, a present moment phenomenon. It always happens in the present. That's where our power to heal resides. So many great teachers have pointed that out. The present is our only point of power. The thing about the present moment is that we then need to allow ourselves to be spontaneous, to let whatever energies are flowing through us move through us. 
And play and joy and creativity are a fundamental part of being eternal beings of spirit. It's one of the, if not the most fundamental characteristic of being, is that sense of joy, that sense of play. So if we can remember, even though we're feeling uncomfortable during a process of healing sometimes, if we can remember that the process of healing is meant to be playful and fun, it's meant to be a present moment, spontaneous occurrence, then we can allow ourselves to just simply accept the experience we're having of discomfort, and at the moment, let ourselves play with it. It might turn into a green monster, or it might turn into a beautiful flower in our own imaginations, but then we can let that energy start moving as we let that joy of play and creativity, for every healing is a creative act, let that unfold and expand to its greatest proportions. That's great. You know, I, I, I do a lot of Buddhist psychology, and one of the things in Buddhist psychology we call a very um, active mind is um, monkey mind. And so I just bought a, a, a stuffed brain, you know, like a, a stuffed toy, and then I bought a bunch of monkeys that I'm Velcroing on to the brain, and then I, I have my clients come in and pick him off. Um, and I Beautiful. Say, so and, and so and they appreciate having that kind of fun. And so I, I think you're right. I think we go further if we can add uh, a sense of fun and joy to it. Speaking of fun, yes. And speaking of fun and joy, Ned, our, our time is up. But I've got to tell you, you're always a joy to talk to. And my big question is, will you come back in about another four or six weeks and join us again? I would love to very much, uh, Tyler. That would that it's always a great joy talking with you. My own awareness grows as I hear your perspectives on the questions that you ask. So thank you for the invitation. And uh, I certainly encourage your listeners to check in to the website for the books I've written, www.thenandiatrilogy.com. That's N-A-N-D-I-A. Trilogy.com. And I'm an owner of those books, so not only do it because um, it's great books, but it's important to uh, support our authors, um, you know, especially uh, our indie authors and our, uh, our authors, period. So thank you for all the work you do, Ned. And for now, this is Dr. Tyler Woods saying, walk in peace. <laughs>